Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Troll Talk Podcast. This is episode 13 officially on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, my guest today is none other than your new stepdad, Mr. Mayor Wirtz himself. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I did not realize I was lucky number 13. Lucky Thank number God 13. I am not superstitious, but by the end of the podcast, I may just go get a ladder and crawl under it, or I may go uh, break a mirror. So let's just let's just get all let's get all the superstitions out of the way right now, you uh -huh. know. So you don't mean, have any problems. I mean, it's kind of funny. You own a black cat. You used to climb a ladder on stream for like two weeks to a month before you moved. So all those superstitions yeah. were already around beforehand. It's just, it's my life is a constant state of superstition. I have a question for you yes. real quick. I don't mean to flip the script. Go ahead. What's up with your, what, what's up with your door? Did you punch it? Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, that. My, is it off door? the rails? No, it's, it's fine. What do you mean? Okay, well, sorry, as a stepdad, when I see things that are off kilter like that, like uh, home remedies, yeah. such as uh, a door being off like that, uh, it, it concerns me a little bit for your safety. And also, you know, because I had to always impress your mom that I had to come over and fix it for you and yeah. say, like, good job, champ, and then teach you something. That so I just true. that's that's my that's my stepdad laser eyes going on right now. But like, why are like ten of the TVs behind you not on then, stepdad? Haven't you fixed them yet? Because it is, uh, it is almost ninety degrees here, ninety degrees Fahrenheit here. Yep. And I will tell you that all these CRTVs, most of them are plugged in. Well, I have many reasons. One, it's really hot, and they all remanate some kind of heat. Uh, two, and I just got three new televisions this week. Well new to me televisions so i have to reset everything up right now so they're in the process of uh being reassigned in this thing so but i wanted to have a couple on we had a couple on for now so just a couple i mean it's also it's 86 fahrenheit for me right now 30 celsius uh yeah so gross. I, I fully get how you feel with a pc that's got terrible cooling two lights on yeah. me, three monitors and i have a fan yep. pointed at my crotch but for people that don't know who you are and what you do tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into this uh, sure. Uh, my name is Mayor Wirtz. Uh, I am a comedian. Uh, I, I tell jokes. I do jokey things uh, on the twitch.tv platform. Uh, we play games. We do IRL stuff. We do cooking. We do call-ins. Basically, whatever I want to do and I see fit, sometimes we'll just go out to my backyard and I'll mow a lawn for, for my lovely stepkids. We'll grill. We'll do whatever I, I feel like. Um, the rest of the internet, I do comedy videos on YouTube. Um, and then I'm also a comedy rapper. So think of like a Lonely Island in, in that capacity. I have music on Spotify, Apple Music. I do live shows. You know, I'm the, uh, I do a lot. Let's put it that way. Stepdad is always, uh, always a little tired in a good way, though, in a good way. You really do a lot because after doing all the research I did for this podcast, might oh, I God. say you do an absolute fuck ton. And I feel like a lot of it doesn't get acknowledged in the way that it should. Now, before we start, I usually well, do this before you. the podcast starts. But if you have my chat open, I need you to tell me what flavor of gamer subs I'm drinking since you talked about it in the pre-show. The guest uh, gets to choose what flavor I have. Oh, God. How much do you ingest? Uh... <laughs> Three scoops to so choose two flavors. I'll do a scoop and a half of each. A scoop and a half of each. How much caffeine are you about to consume? 300 milligrams. Holy shit. That's nothing. Wait, can we cuss on here? <laughs> yes. 
Holy shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's well let let's try let's make something good. As okay. as, as a man who likes good things, yep. let's do something good. Like hot wings. Uh, hot wings. Yeah, on like hot wings. like hot, on wings hot wings on hot wings. Uh I think it would probably be it would behoove you to do probably a strawberry burst and an acai blueberry. Let's go for a fruity, a fruity kind of flavor. Okay. Okay. Strawberry burst. An acai blueberry, which is in the back of my drawer for a reason. Oh, um, no. You have a drawer for it? I have a drawer with 21 tubs in it and another drawer with 20 tubs in it because I have a and little you, bit. And you are, a, you are a sponsor of the game, the game subs. I am a partner of the game subs. Yes, that is correct. What, what, did you, what did you have to do to be a partner of uh, the game subs people? Applied back when it was easier to get uh affiliation with them they have affiliation yeah partnership. um I nice applied back when i had about 450 to 500 followers and i got accepted under the Hell affiliation yeah. terms which was basically and it, it sounds really weird when i describe it this way uh and some people are like oh why the fuck did you do it then uh i had to get 25 orders under a code and i got nothing for it gotcha besides, gotcha besides three items to give away to my community shaker cup mm -hmm. a tub and then an item of choice. Um, the yeah. reason why I accepted it in a heartbeat to build up the partnership is because I've been an avid user two years before I even got the sponsorship. Yeah. So it was something that I stood behind and it was something that day one members of my community can vouch for that I, I used all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Every single day on stream pretty much. And yeah. It was known because within five days I went from uh, like affiliated to partner. <laughs> So because, that's awesome because uh, 25 members or 25 orders were placed through my community that quick. Uh, nice. And for that, I'm ever so grateful for my community because now it allows me to have an entire collection of titty cups um, and, and every single flavor known to man. And sometimes I get stuff early. And for that, I, I am forever grateful. And that's why I try to give back as much as I can. Uh, but that's wonderful. Something I want to talk about you, right? That's enough about me okay. for this podcast. I want to start. Sorry, off by... no, I like asking dude. questions. Hey, I mean, it makes especially sense. especially when you're doing stuff, you got you got to fill time. You got to you got to fill got to fill time. It it gave me time to make it. So see, you officially have the longest history as a content creator uh, from anybody I've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> you have been a content creator. <laughs> For almost 12 years on the internet. Yeah. But I need you to tell me about when you started off as Mr. MC Cool Whip himself, straight out of school, back oh. in 2007. Oh, boy. Well, I uh, one of my first instances of doing comedy is, well, I, you know, I've been doing comedy with friends in high school, but, like, that's just palling around, telling jokes and, and Counter-Strike 1.6 and Counter-Strike Source. No big deal. But my prop, my main thing was, was I was failing chemistry. Uh, I don't like chemistry. It's way over my dumb head. And they told me I could do a extra credit assignment. And I said, you know what? I'll make a rap song about chemistry, uh, specifically moles, which are a unit of measurement, I think. I can't recall. It's been a while. Okay. Uh, and ever since I started doing that, I said, I really like doing this. Let's keep doing this all the time. Uh, and I was MC Cool Whip for, oh God, many, many, many years. Uh, until I got a cease and desist 
from the company who puts out the book for 50 shades of gray, that publishing company. Uh, cause I used to do a series called, uh, Kyle reads 50 shades of gray, where I wore a, uh, a lovely robe. I was, it had a fireplace and an ascot and, uh, I was getting deep into college and deep into media at that point. And I said, I can't have a bunch of DMCA shit. So I need to change my name from that MC cool whip, which was lame to begin with, but it was funny, uh, uh, into mayor words that we have today. But yes, I've been doing, uh, videos and all that stuff for a very long time it's very oh long. god very long then your your first live performance and i i found a ticket sub august 26th 2007 yep most of us yep. were still shitting our pants and sucking our thumbs at that point wow tell, way to make me feel old boomer <laughs> tell tell me about how it felt to do a live show back then almost 16 years ago compared to oh, how it's... it is to do one now. Cause you just did one like a couple days ago. Yeah, I did. I did one on Sunday. Um, it's still about the same. It's still about the same. I, I uh, you still get the jitters the, the day of, uh, well about a week before I'm all, I'm already like planning everything out. I plan way far in advance, but like, that's like, hard time like i'm timing stuff i am very uh particular of like how i present myself on stage even during the first performance which was uh i think was fine i think i have footage of it somewhere it might be on a different youtube channel that's down so i have to i have some archive footage i need to go through now i think about it but <laughs> i still get nervous uh, even, even yesterday, I mean, uh, Sunday when I did my show that I've done in one of my favorite venues of Cleveland, uh, Ohio. Um, and I always, whenever MC Chris comes to town, I normally open for him. So I've had the rapport with his audience for years and I still, every single time I still get worried and I still pace and I still like don't eat a lot that day. And it's like, it's, it's a good thing. It keeps you hungry. It keeps you I don't know. There's a real electrifying feeling of doing it live. Yeah. Like once, once it start, once I hear the first downbeat of one of my songs, it's oh, it's like a blur. I don't even like really think about it until the next day, or maybe while I'm at the merch table, like afterwards for a little bit, if yeah. I if I am there for a while. But it's yeah, it's just constant. It's nervousness, and I and I think that's a good thing because you don't know what's gonna happen, and I. Uh, I think that goes for any kind of performance. Like if you're not afraid a little bit, I don't think you're pushing enough boundaries. Yep. You should be pushing boundaries at all times, in my opinion. Uh, and you, you have done some stuff that has pushed boundaries that you, uh, you've been vocal about on other people's, uh, you know, little podcasts and stuff like that uh, from certain raps about certain people that really shouldn't be rapped about and stuff like that, you know, in space. Yeah. That's all I'm going yep. uh, yep. to say, uh, you know, to some jokes that maybe cross some lines, but what I want to ask you is, you know, as that entertainer, and since you've been doing it for so long in, yeah. in the live aspect, what has been like kind of the, the three things you've learned from when you've started to where you are now that you carry into all of your performances? Uh, slow down and take it all in. I feel like it's a lot of like, because when you're doing performances, you have a time limit. So I'm trying to fill in my mind. I used to like fill as much content as I can fill as much song, keep going, keep going. But like, as I get, as I am developing my act, because I feel like I'm always developing it. It's I'm learning to slow down. 
talk to the audience a little bit. I do a lot of like, like stories in between stuff. I tell jokes. Like it's not like, like it's not like a normal band where they would just play like 45 minutes through. There's a lot of stop and goes to it, yeah. which I've developed. I've developed over time. Um, the other thing is, pr- Hmm. Trying to think something else to bring with. It's so important to have, I feel like it's always good to have an extra person there when you can. I have a DJ. His name is uh, P Stoops. Uh, he goes to about 99% of my shows, and it takes such a load off of my performance, knowing that he has all my backing tracks going. He's got everything under control in the back end. He lets me do my thing. Uh, I didn't have that for the longest time. I was playing off a of Zoom. Um, not even a Zoom 2, a Zoom because classic baby yeah. that's 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 how we do the microsoft lifestyle um and three hmm i i hmm, i try to be as thankful as possible and i think that as a high schooler you know you kind of lack empathy and you don't really care just doing stupid shit and you go well like i am over the years you just get so thankful that like anyone even like shows up and like participates and let alone even like buys merch or like streams music it's such a it's 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 a very fascinating thing uh and i've definitely changed my perspective on how people view me uh as a performer over these years yeah and and i feel like in the industry that you're in and, and you know how it's carried over to streaming and your content creation which we'll be getting into yeah, it's more of a unique perspective because you've already kind of built that gratitude for a fan base. And I hate using yeah. the word fans, but in your aspect, they are. You, you, like, yeah. You, you have that non-cult following, as you call it. And yeah. that's something to where I feel like it just made it easier for you to kind of transition into the world of streaming and building the community that, once again, we'll be talking about here in a bit. But mm-hmm. – what I want to ask you about, you know, kind of building that fan base and, and building that community that come to your shows, that buy your merch, as you mentioned, that, you know, do all that kind of stuff that's supporting in ways that us as streamers don't really understand and see. How do you feel like it's different having that community outside of Twitch compared to having that community on Twitch? Like, Oh, you're you shaking like people's hands. You're You're interacting with those people they're buying you drinks you're buying them drinks like sometimes i've gone out afterwards with bands to get food like it's there is a level of interaction human interaction that is missing with twitch and i mean that's just the platform we're on obviously but there is truly like i mean as you said you you went to uh sorry con i think you said and like that adds so much more person like person to person just that could person to person connection yeah. uh then what you have online do i think the online connections are important of course we live in an internet age but we i'd much rather society. go to a bar and see people than be online and talk to them through discord oh, i think it's you you lose like even right now like if you know if this podcast ever blows up please fly me to canada we can have a person to person a person to person conversation because you can feel it I can fix your door. You, you won't. You won't. You won't let me start the podcast unless I fix your door. And I have to bring my own tools. Yep, you have um, to bring your own tools. Uh, so yeah, I just think it's just the person-to-person thing, and just like there's a different vibe to performing on the internet than there is on a stage. There truly is, and it's you have to do a lot of different things. Like for this, I get to sit down. 
this rules. I yeah. sit down, I get up once in a while. When I'm on stage, like I am, I'm doing pre-stretching. I'm doing vocal warm-ups. Like I'm fucking, I'm mapping out stuff. Like there's, I mean, granted, you could do a lot. You could do a lot of moving things. Even even in this room, I I, I do VR and stuff like that. But yeah. you're really you're really just missing the human component, man. It and I think that's so important now, especially like towards the tail end of I saying this very positively the tail end of this pandemic hopefully um but i love just being i feel like you just get that good good connection when someone tells you to their face hey i really like what you're doing thank you for providing me entertainment for this evening to have a good night like that feels great it can't you can't beat it you truly cannot you you really can't and like of course you're part of the the circle where you mentioned sorry con of course you know the other people who uh, also are in kind of a, a same field as you are. Capri, even though this is live recorded, I don't really acknowledge it. Thank you for the 600 bitch, you cute bitch. Um, you know Game Pass Dad and Ham All Kid, two former guests of the podcast as well, yeah. who are also in, in like the stand-up field, or used to be in the stand-up field, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of have that experience that you do. But there's really not many people that you can come across on Twitch that have that experience and to hear, you know, the, the mindset behind it and to know that you've experienced both sides of it, it. It's pretty cool to honestly talk about. And I'm honored to be able to talk about it with you in that aspect. Thank you. Now, and uh, if, I, if, if I could derail just for a second, yeah. Hey, Capri Sun Poppy, thanks for making me lose to this gentleman. I will never forget. Just talk to me and how I believed in you as a person, as an individual, as a human being. And guess what you did? Got me. I, I'm out of a t-shirt. I love t-shirts. T-shirts are my favorite thing in the world next to the button down. And that man has it in Canada. I got you, the t-shirt, baby. You're the reason. All because of Caper Sus PP. I know you did it on purpose. I can't win anything in my life. That's <laughs> that's just that's life. That's how we do. That's now, how we live. I want to fast forward five years, at least of public public knowledge. You mentioned how public you might knowledge. Have, yeah, you might or you might have other YouTube channels who have been deleted. Or you have archive content on it, but you yeah. started your current YouTube channel almost 12 years to the date and you uploaded songs and covers from a show back in 2010 to your youtube what was oh shit what was it that i remember how i said in space those are one of the songs oh (laughs) no which you've also been public on a podcast as you changed from mc cool to mayor words that some songs might not be released even though you released it two years before that podcast you were on Mm -hmm. i want to ask you what made you bring your 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 comedy your stand-up and everything else like that to the scene of youtube back in 2011 uh i 2010 Oh God, it has been Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so I just like making things. I am a I am a workaholic when it comes to making things. Uh, I am a uh, I just like trying stuff all the time. And I was like, I'm gonna start uploading stuff to YouTube. I think I, they're either songs, they're they're playthroughs. I have so many playthroughs on you there. It's lot. like I have a lot of stuff because that was back in the day when. Um, the formats change, which is very interesting as well as how YouTube evolves in, uh, as a content viewing kind of thing. Um, it used to be where you could upload, you could do one long 
playthrough and cut it into 47 pieces a la that's your that's your game grumps that's your um uh all those all those game individuals at that point yeah all of that stuff. And she, yeah Rooster so you teeth. used to be able to rooster teeth oh uh, yeah all all that kind of stuff all the creatures yeah everything um but that was back in a different format kind of days. So we used to, I used to record like an hour at a time, then cut them all up and, and editing and whatnot. And at that point I was 21, I was in college and I was uh, looking just to do fun stuff. Cause I was having fun on the internet and I wanted to show my, my friends dumb stuff I was doing on the internet. Um, yeah. And then at that point it just turned into playthroughs and Kyle reads 50 shades of gray and Kyle reads 50 shades darker and all these other things that you've done. So with everything you've uploaded on your YouTube channel, what has been your favorite piece of content and why is it Guy Fieri eating to the song hurt covered by Johnny cash? Well, it is not on my YouTube channel anymore. It got taken uh, out after a week. Got taken down after a week. Uh, yes, it got, my favorite video of all time is my Guy Fieri eating to Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Uh, I love it because I love Guy Fieri. Uh, I love that song. Oh, hell yeah. Please. Sorry. One second. Oh, viewers on, uh, or listeners on Spotify and viewers on YouTube. Um, Alec Gaming Official, thank you for the 10 gifted. Did you just get like paid or something, bro? Thank you for Let's that. Let's go. I'll acknowledge it properly after this, but I can't let that go unnoticed. Thank you so much for the 10 no. gifted, bro. I appreciate it. Fantastic. Hell yeah. So, Guy Fieri eating yes. to Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt that got acknowledged by Forbes, Vice, yep. Time, yep. and a bunch of other online article companies. Geekology, that's one of my favorites to this day. Uh, MSNPC, uh, but yes, Time, Forbes. I listen to the ones that people are gonna know, but like it was only up for a week, it got over yeah. half a million views. Yeah, how, how did it feel at the time back in like 2014 2015 to get a at that time viral video? Video, yeah. Like, if you get half a million on a uh, on a video nowadays, it's not really considered viral. No, but to your that's channel like a, size at that's the time. Good that's SEO. fucking blowing yeah. the fuck up, right? Yeah. So it, how, how did it feel uh, at the time to have a viral video? I'll just give you the whole story. Uh, so basically, I was working at a car dealership, uh, making videos, and I was being super underpaid and overworked uh so i decided what i usually do i feel like in my most stressful and sad moments i make really really good art in my opinion most there's a lot of comments in that video that would uh say otherwise uh but i have this idea and i'm like i'm gonna work on a personal project personal projects make me feel good and it's gonna make i said i have three friends that are this is gonna make them laugh and I worked on that all day at work and did not <laughs> and did not do my job. Uh, and I sent it to a couple of my friends, like unlisted, like not public or anything. And they're like, this is hilarious. I'm like, great, cool. And then I sent it to my sister, who is uh, 14 months younger than me. And she said, Mayor, please don't put this out. Don't don't do this. 
what are you doing? Don't do this. Isn't funny. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, and then I went camping where there was no cell phone reception. And that morning, uh, it was like a Saturday. It was like a Friday or a Saturday morning. I posted it, posted it on my Facebook and my Twitter. And then I went camping for two days <laughs> and then I didn't have any reception and we were driving back and my phone uh, just did not stop going off just nonstop. Just people texting me, people calling me emails, inquiries, everything. It was insane. And I just, it was, I just kept texting my sister about it the whole time being like, what's going on? Like it was getting to a point where it's like Facebook, like, you know how Twitter has the, uh, the new and noteworthy section where it gives you all the hashtags. Like the guy theory video was on the Facebook one. They don't even use those anymore. Like that's how old that was. Uh, that was a viral thing that was going on. I got a lot of inquiries and then like, I was, uh, I was just started dating my wife at the time. Like just like we were very, we're very new relationship and we're at a bar and we just put the cell phone in between us on a table and we just watched it just blow up until, (laughs) until, until it just couldn't handle the vibration anymore. It was insane. Uh, I got traction from it. I got a lot of cool interviews. I was very, very thankful. I got a lot of terrible comments, uh, which are my favorite, which I was just screenshotting and saving and screenshotting and saving. Cause they, I still have them. They still make me laugh. I'm very much aware that it is a cover song. I don't care. I don't care what your opinion is. Uh, for those who don't know, the Johnny Cash is Hurt is actually a Nine Inch Nails song, but you know, through some interviews, they said it's technically his song now. They don't care. Nine Inch Nails fans are mean. They're like anime fans. They want you to be, they want to be right at all times. Hey. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so that was, that was good. And then it just kind of, it kind of fizzled out. I was so happy. I never thought I could do anything like that again. I got one more video that was getting there, but it did not get the normal notoriety of that too. Um, But yeah, I just like, it just kind of made me realize that like I could just do fun, silly stuff. Uh, people do ask me once in a while if I'd ever make a second one. And I will probably say, no, uh, I feel like, you know, why, why beat a dead horse? Yeah. Why, you know, I could, I could just make that a whole thing, but that doesn't sound very fun to me. I made it as a one-off as a joke. And I think it ruins the piece itself. Um, if I make more, cause it kind of, it kind of ruins the excitement of it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I Tell wrote... the podcast. Tell the podcast what's happening. Ladies Tell and the gentlemen. podcast what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, listening on uh, Spotify and YouTube. Uh, it looks like we're hitting the back-to-back, the two-piece. Alan gifting another 10 subs. This man either just got a will or he got a bonus or he won the Powerball. Alan, thank you for the 10 gifted again. I'm asking to save your money, bro. You just hit a hundred gifted in the channel now. Total. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. I'm gonna thank you properly after this podcast. Um, but I wanna I wanna kind of transition into something else. And you mentioned how, wh- like, when you get bored, you like making art. Yeah. And I ended up finding something that, for you as a content creator, shocked me a little bit. Okay. 
used to put human eyes on cats. And I want to talk about that while showcasing my favorite three from your Tumblr page. Oh, it was the first and only time I'm ever going on Tumblr. But yep. while I pull up the, my third favorite, which is this one right here, uh, I want yeah, you yeah, to yeah. tell me about why this started. Uh, I got bored, uh, and I thought it'd be really funny if I started a Tumblr page. And I said, what's a terrible idea I could do on Tumblr that has nothing to do with anything? And I said, well, I am really... I am really, really bad at Photoshop. I still am to this day. I'm, I'm 32 and I work professionally in media and I am terrible at Photoshop still. And I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a picture of a cat and then someone's going to take a picture. Give me a picture of a human, obviously with eyes. And I have one minute to cut out the eyes and then put them on there. And then normally it'd be at two o'clock in the morning when I was very drunk. Yep. Um, and I did that not for, not for super long, but I know I was just, I was in a dry spell. I was in a, you know, a creative dry spell. I want to try something new, even though it didn't take off or whatever. Not, none of my shit has to take off for me to have a good time. And exactly that was it. just a funny time. I can't, I can't. <laughs> and now, you did do research, you son of a gun. Now with me going into my second favorite, what made you end up stopping the, the, you know, the human eyes on cats? Because as you mentioned, you were doing it drunk or high at like in the morning yeah. and you were doing these in a yeah. minute. Mm -hmm. As the Tumblr page said, you were doing these in one minute. That was your challenge. You challenged yourself and nobody knew about that really. Yeah. So what, yeah. what made you stop this trend? Even though you said it didn't really like pick off or, or you know, take off. You, you said that it was for your entertainment. So did it just kind of yeah. like dry out humor wise for you or what, what was the reason? Yeah. Why you it it, it kind of, it kind of fizzled out. For a little bit, I was doing. I I brought it back once, and uh, yeah, I just it felt like it didn't have legs. It didn't have any. It was it was too it simplistic. Eyes. It had eyes. It, sometimes they have legs, depending sometimes. on the depending on the. But yeah, it just uh, it just didn't have weight for me. It didn't have a longevity thing to it. Like I like doing flash in the pan art, in my opinion. I don't know if I would consider that even that art. It's just like a fun, goofy thing I was doing. But art, art is subjective. Very um, much. And I just I like doing the flash in the pan stuff. I don't care if anyone finds it or sees it. I know I did it, and I had a good time doing it. So and I know I found it. So bringing up my favorite one, which Would you ever consider bringing this back in under like in a different kind of variant on a different platform like Instagram or like Twitter just for the memes? Like, would you ever bring something like this back? I would definitely consider it. I, I, I think no project is dead in my eyes. If there is a good enough concept, it's much like when I make music. There is stuff I've been sitting on for years that I'm like, this isn't ready yet or it doesn't it's not the right time or it's not, it's not fully cooked with the idea. So I, I never say never, never, never say never in, in, in that regard. If I can find a way to do it on Twitch, I, I, I maybe I can make it a fun, a fun little thing. You so could. I like this. I like this. I'm, I'm still, I was about to say was one of my mods being named cat. I better see this as a profile. Picture <laughs> go ahead. All rights reserved, but go ahead. So, Talking about your, your viral video with Guy Fieri, I want to talk mm -hmm. about something that I find to actually be an even cooler achievement. And it's funny okay. enough that a certain person named Capersus PP popped in chat because he's almost related to this name in a way. You okay. were on a game show hosted by Andy Milanakis. 
Oh, yeah. Tell me about how that came about. Uh, well, I, I follow, I follow Andy obviously through, uh, well, once again, his M- MTV days, uh, doing the Andy Milanaka show is one of, it was one of my favorite shows growing up. My sister's as well. Um, I follow him on Twitter. I found out that he, that he had a Twitch channel was following him. And then he had mentioned, uh, a game show and that streamers should apply, uh, for it. And, uh, I did out of a whim and I was on it. And then I was the first eliminated on the show, uh, because I was an idiot. So, and I was an idiot because I did not, it's my first time ever doing like a true up there you go. Yeah, no, my my frames Uh, completely dropped there down to like minus one. That's my bad. Oh shit. It's all good. My encoders kind of fucked. So anyways, continue your story. Um, so yeah, I was the first, I was the first eliminated on the, on the show, uh, because I wasn't, I didn't do my homework and I didn't really realize what I was stepping myself into. Uh, it was a, it, I thought it was like a serious, like interview style, like not, maybe not serious, serious, but like everyone kind of like took their time, took their turns ended up being just a lot of people yelling over each other the whole time. And I don't like doing that. I mean, I like yelling. I yell on my Twitch channel when I, when I feel it's appropriate, I'm normally a loud person in this basement. Um, but when I'm with a bunch of people that I don't know, I try to be as respectful as possible. And I just like, shut the fuck up. Cause if someone's talking, I don't want to interrupt them because it's rude. And I'm like, they're on here as much as I am. Turns out that wasn't the strategy. I should have just been loud and I should have just interjected at all times. And I was the first, I was the first one fucking eliminated. Uh, but I met a lot of good people afterwards and uh, within, within those circles and whatnot. Cause Andy is a, uh, he had a lot of very nice things to say about me, which was, which was very kind. I do like compliments. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I still talk to some of those people that are on the show and whatnot, but uh, that was my first real experience at a, like a game show kind of thing on Twitch. That wasn't like, a normal collab of playing video games. So like we will be doing later for people watching exactly right now. We're gaming. Uh, and for anybody on YouTube or Spotify, if you are within two weeks of this being uploaded, you could go back and watch the VOD if you'd like. But Boom. Um, what I want to ask about it is you kind of mentioned that you didn't really know many people, but you got to know people. You still talk to some of them to this day. Yeah. How was it connecting to Andy Milanakis in general? Like, did you actually have like a one-on-one? You did say that he said nice words about you, but more in the aspect of has there been anything since uh it's not really anything since with him he travels he does his own yeah, things and whatnot um captain captain made a good point it was a uh it was a popularity contest and uh it's a, you know i nothing i am not against sex workers or anything like that but the one person was a porn star and that's all anyone ever wanted to talk about on the show which is understandable yeah it's not a profession that you really nowadays there's a lot of uh porn stars on twitch yeah. which is like really cool and interesting it adds a little layer of parasocial relationship stuff yep. but a little bit back then that wasn't as prominent so to have someone on your show that just like randomly dropped that and there's like we're just going to talk about this forever. And it's like, well, I, I can't, I know I can't beat that. And that's 
it, it is what it is. It so, is it is. and also it was because of how the chat was, you know, I didn't realize the other, other big mistake was that like, I kind of didn't make it a big deal because I didn't know what it was. And there was a lot of people from other people's communities voting everything. And I did not realize until it was way too late that I should have been doing that because I did not know the format and they didn't really explain a lot what was happening, which I thought was just like, oh, it's kind of like an improv kind of thing. But yeah. Turns out it was still in beta. Um, How but long yeah, I still talk. This? Oh God, it was a year and a half ago, maybe. Wow, I thought it was a little bit yeah. longer back. It might have been. It, it uh, he was still in California at the time, so maybe even two years. Wow. I, I know I was in a different location when this happened. So. Yeah. Now, I, I know we've been jumping around, like, through time frames of your personal life and, you know, adding a little like bit of it. content creation into it's it. It's like a Quentin Tarantino interview where it's just different different grabs of life and all going on one singular timeline. Right. Yeah, I could go linear down from when you started, you know, your, your stand-up in 2007 all the way to current day where you just did a show on Sunday. I could go linear and go mm -hmm. through all of that. But at the yeah. end of the day, I like kind of, like, you know, picking and grabbing stuff that's in, like, a relative time frame related to each yeah. other and transitioning. But – with me saying that, and with us being on this, I want to talk about your podcast back in 2015. Called Perfect. Like you used to hold, you used to host a podcast with your buddy James called Plucking Pedals. Yep, correct. It you was, did over uh, 60 episodes, all yep. on YouTube and iTunes, if I believe. I think so. The, I don't. I don't know if they work on iTunes anymore. I stopped paying for the for the hosting service. So, but they are they are on YouTube. Ever. They are on YouTube. Yeah. They were like uh, I listened to the first one. I listened to the last one to hear kind of how it's upgraded. And y'all added an yeah. intro song to it. Like, hey James, yep. how's it going? Like whatever the melody was. I try. I try to be as professional as possible. Okay. It goes into James like, I'm good. How are you? Like it, it was the funniest thing because I felt like it was a perfect representation of like who you are. And this was way yes. back in 2015. So I want to start off by talking about where did the idea come from to start a podcast with your buddy? Uh, well, it started because I wanted to spend more time with my buddy. And we had been a big fan of this podcast called The Biggest Problem in the Universe. Okay. Uh, and one half of that is uh, an internet person name of maddox okay. i don't know if that's a name that rings anyone's bell he's an old we'll call him older internet he used he's very famous for writing long essays on his website he's like a satirist kind of thing had a couple of books alphabet of manliness i am better than your kids where he grades children's artwork and i think there's a new one that came out that i never read and we were big fans of him and big fans of this podcast where they talked about the biggest problem in the universe. So our, our basis of our podcast was that we brought in one thing that annoyed us and one thing that we really liked that week. Uh, and we did that for 60 odd episodes. I think there's one 64. episode that I took down yep, because it is, is unavailable in the playlist. Yes. There's one unavailable. Cause my, my buddy had asked cause he was looking for jobs and it came up on his Google and he's like, I like your guys's podcast, but I don't want, you know, when you're when you do when you do uh youtube marketing stuff for a yep. living it's it, that'll happen uh yep. and so i was pretty good at i was pretty good at marketing it uh and yeah we just had a good time uh i i did all the editing uh so i got to throw in random shit when i wanted to 
Um, but, and then it just, it ended because I felt like it was, I wasn't, I wasn't hanging out with my friend anymore. We were just doing work and like, that's not, that's not fun. Yeah. So we, well, I mostly decided to end it. Um, and I was just like, I just want to like hang out and play video games and like be, uh, be a friend. And like, that's, and that was fine. And, uh, yeah. And then I did another podcast, uh, for a couple episodes and that same thing happened yeah. where I just was like, this is too much work. I didn't edit the second podcast. It was called ASAP raps, uh, which was, a, it was a higher co- I don't know if that's on your list at all or not. Oh, okay. I, sure I did not the main one. <laughs> okay, cool. I did, I did a side, I did a side one where is, um, my DJ P stoops and I, we made a, we made a rap song every episode super high concept but it was taking him like six hours to edit it and i'm like it's not worth it none of this is worth it i don't i just want to hang out (laughs) like let's just we were doing stuff because we thought it'd be funny to do but it's like i don't know i don't like to work with friends very often yeah uh i'm very particular uh because i want to make sure there's a very clear line between work and like hanging out yeah and if that bleeds through it it ruins both sides so i'm very particular who i who I work with friend wise now. Especially so, like IRL friends too. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I have, yeah, I have, I have some people that are always my go-to people in video or like when I'm like re- recording songs, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But normally like I try to stay cause it's just like, it's, it seems like I'm always asking favors and I hate doing that. And I just like, I just want to be friends. I don't want to ask, I don't want to ask my friends to work unless I could pay them. Yeah, 100%. And, and like, for me, um, I don't know if you saw what I did with, like, the hot tub stream. Even though it was scuffed as shit, I was running on 2 megabyte upload speed. Like, it it was so desynced at times. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I I, like, I was up at my buddy's cottage, and, of course, I did the charity stream, like, two weeks before then. And one of the goals, the end goal, was a hot tub stream. So, we had a kiddie pool. We threw hot water into it, and we called it a hot tub stream, right? Yeah. Uh, and we, we put, like, uh, our beer pong table in the pool because it fit. And, like, we're, we're all shirtless as if it's yeah. supposed to be um, the actual hot tub thing. But at the end of the day, we, we were drinking. We were having fun. And this was the same group of friends that I play with every Wednesday. So I completely yeah. understand. Like, if it was any other group of friends for me, I wouldn't yep. have asked them to do it. But because yeah. it was that specific group who's on my stream pretty much weekly – that yeah. already know, you know, the do's and don'ts of what to say and talk about, even though they pushed the lines, but the mic didn't pick it up. Oh, um, well, good. Uh, it, it, at the end of the day, it made it, honestly, one of my favorite pieces of content I've ever made, even yeah. though it was scuffed. And I, honestly, there might be another one at the end of August. We'll see. Awesome. But uh, I do want to kind of expand outside of my room. I did mm-hmm. the IRL stream at StoryCon. I did the hot tub stream at my buddy's cottage. It it kind of opened my eyes to that more, I don't want to call it unique, but I want to call it more personal kind of streams to where yeah. just IRL at a bar with a friend, you know, meeting up with a streamer, doing that kind of stuff. I feel yeah. like it's something that I kind of want to expand into and do more and don't make it something that's normal or frequent, but make it something that's special. Something that yeah. you build up to that not only can help me grow, you know, as a streamer, because at the end of the day, we want to grow and, and you know, build our communities to the best that we can while still maintaining the morals that we live behind. But also whoever I'm with, especially if I'm meeting up with another streamer, I want to make sure that we both 
benefit from it and not just me like if they want to record a piece of content or do a piece of content i'm more than happy to do it right yeah and, and stuff like that and exactly why, you know i can't wait for twitchcon because i know twitchcon yeah. for a fact i'm going to stream down there um nice. meeting up with my friends again down in america in in one way shape or form i'm probably going to do another stream um, hell yeah and hell even the, the just trust me thing where i kicked your ass um doing that exactly a seven foot by eight foot room in somebody's airbnb um <laughs> while Man, they're that on the was other an airbnb side of the door, that sucks it was an you guys airbnb, get better where, uh, hey listen it was a freshly renovated airbnb <laughs> where the host lived there on the top floor and i had their pantry renovated into a bedroom that's insane when I told you it was seven insane. feet by nine feet, I'm six foot laying sideways in a seven foot wide room. Uh, the pillow in my head automatically take up about nine inches. I had about three inches between my feet and the wall. Uh, if oh I stretched God. or if I slipped down to bed at all, I'm kicking the wall and uh, my foot's probably going through it. But it was great. <laughs> it was an amazing time. And I can't wait to do more stuff like that. But what I want to ask you back to the podcast topic, since you were doing that with yeah. friends with today's market of podcasts being like oversaturated everybody and their fucking grandmothers want to do a podcast right yeah what is something that you feel like hosts need to do to stand out and be more original or unique in the concept of podcasts and not just have that hey how's your day going hey if i'm talking to a streamer this you know what does it mean to be a streamer you know what are some yeah. things that you like and dislike you know that those standard bullshit questions and yes don't get me wrong i use a couple of them but yeah you well, you have to start something when you when you don't know them or the audience doesn't know them very well like exactly. you kind of have to you kind of had to hit those things um but i think the biggest thing because i'm a, i'm a really big podcast listener yeah uh, and i feel like my favorite podcasts uh have a concept and they stick with it at all times it's not a couple pals talking because i've seen those i've been on those we're just talking we'll see how the the air just fills the room yeah and turns out those people aren't good at making conversation and it's always the same like five topics anyways uh any it's i think it goes for twitch stuff too is just like having a goal and having your audience know what the goal is uh, especially with podcasting and like titling and whatnot. Like I like a lot of true crime uh, podcasts. So if I click on a true crime title, I know exactly what the crime is, what it is, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think everything concept wise, you can't just do willy nilly. You can't go back, you know, unless, unless you're a famous person starting a podcast, you have to be high concept. Now. Yeah. It's not, it's not, and that goes for Twitch streaming as well. Like there are a lot of people at the top who like do nothing, but they came in at the right time, had the right, had the right gusto and luck struck them a million times. Yep. It happens. It what happens. are you going to do? There, and they don't have to do anything. nothing you can do about it. Cause at the end of the day, Twitch as much skill is needed to be a streamer, as much talent is needed, as much almost education is needed because you need to self-teach yourself how to stream. There's also luck. And that, that's a factor that For not sure. many people talk about. And right, yeah. I, being in our Twitch circle, and especially since you've been a streamer for so long, I believe you can vouch mm -hmm. for this, is you will see some people be at the same numbers for years. And then oh, all yeah. of a sudden, they do one of their concepts, and it's like their 50th original concept. And that one just so happens to blow up and push them yeah. to that next level. Right? We mentioned his name before, but Capri. Capri is mm -hmm. open about the fact that he's had like four or five channels 
and yeah. this is the one that popped off for him. Yep. Right. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try different stuff, and if it doesn't work, you can either sit there and try to make it work, which uh, sometimes it does. You never know. There's always exceptions to every rule, yep. uh, and that's for every platform. You just keep shoveling it in, and hopefully, it hits your right audience. Your the SEO and the marketing works in that regard. Um, but just yeah, being able to know when to move on to something else like yep. i've been doing this for i'm on year five right now right. and i and i gotta say the first three years of me doing this I, like most of the stuff i do in my life i'm just doing it because i'm having a good time i'm playing video games uh i found a way to take two loves which is improv comedy and video games and put them oh and attention i love attention so those three things all together which is the twitch stream and yep. i like fucked around all the time i would not have a schedule i'd play i all i did was play dead by daylight because I, I loved You're it reading it was my so notes. much fun oh i i, I, I no 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 go I ahead have, talk about it i have uh over 800 hours in dead by daylight and as a dead by daylight streamer that's pretty low yeah um but i love the game because i love horror uh, I know it doesn't look that because I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt, but uh, horror is like my number one genre of film and media in general. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. It hit all the boxes for me. It gets to a point where I can play DVD now and it is a relaxing game. Like that is a, that is a wind down game for me. Cause that's, I got good at it and I thought it was super fun. Um, but yeah, and I just like, I played DVD. I played everything because I was just like hanging out with friends, hanging out with streamers. I was just doing stuff because it was fun. Yeah. And I took it a little more seriously in the pandemic because it's like, oh, I got to like, I, I'm in the house all the time. And I feel like that's a lot of people too nowadays as, 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 as a side tangent. Like there's a lot of people who started streaming in uh, the pandemic who are now stopping streaming because it's like a whole new world for them. Yeah. And I'm very, I'm very thankful. Like, you know, it, it, I know, I know where my numbers are. I know they can always be better. Obviously that is what it is. I'm having a great time doing this, but I also love performing. Yeah. And I feel like knowing that I've done this for so long makes me very thankful. I did not start two years ago when the pandemic started, because I'd probably be in that same boat too. It's a culture shock yeah. going from a hundred percent in the pandemic. And now you're out and everyone's out and you're wondering why no one's paying attention to you anymore. It's mm -hmm. like, it's so, uh, sorry, side tangent. Uh, no, but go yeah, ahead. it's, uh, but you, 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 you see a lot, you see a lot of things on Twitch. You see a lot of good, you see a lot of bad, uh, a you lot. see a lot of good and you see a lot of really goddamn bad things. And guess what? Sometimes those bad things are just, everyone loves it. Yep. And, and I, and I can't knock them for liking something cause I, I like dumb stuff all the time, uh, but I'm not going to poo-poo them for liking something like only liking the big streamers or like, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I like looking at attractive people. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'd rather look at someone who's very attractive <laughs> than someone who is, uh, you know, uh, you know, has, yeah. is not the best looking individual. Wasn't genetically so blessed. Yeah, they were genetically blessed. And, you know, it's, it is, you, you see a lot of weird stuff on the platform. Um, did you play Dead by Daylight at all? I played, that, it, I a, played it a bit. I played it when it first came out. Uh, I played it for a little yeah. bit with my friends. Stopped for quite a while. Like, I really think I only yeah. got at most 100 hours on the game, but no, gotcha. I, I fully know Dead by Daylight. But before we get into mm -hmm. that combo, because that's my next topic. 
Oh it's man, I'm jumping. You started. You're jumping the gun, but I'm perfectly fine with it. That's why, like, you know, I have okay. my notes, and it's in that linear format that I don't like yep. doing. Right? I, I, yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, I'm fine with jumping to that topic, then jumping back to another, and then to here, and then yeah. like, let's talk about current day. Now let's go all the way back to when you started. Like, at the end of the day, it just makes for a more genuine conversation. But we're at the halfway point in this podcast, cool. and for people that listen. Uh, or for new listeners, we like to do a couple segments during these podcasts. And the first one is called 20 Questions, Rapid Fire Questions. Basically, just to get to know your preferences okay. on stuff. It's nothing major. You can explain your answers on a couple things if you'd like. Uh, but other than that, just to start it off, what's your favorite day of the week? Ooh, Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, Sasquatch Streams pops in the stream. Hey, buddy. Excited there to be on your the show on Saturday for the finale and to kick everyone's ass. What's your oh, favorite yeah. city in America besides the ones that you've lived in? Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, New Orleans. Ooh. Favorite holiday? Halloween. I like it. First celebrity um, I'm, crush. I'm a, I'm, a spook, I'm a spooky slut. What can I say? I mean, I'm all about spooky. I already got Halloween stuff up in the house somewhere, so it's already going. Uh, favorite first celebrity crush? You're old enough to say uh, the queen. But... <laughs> uh, we'll go with Jessica Alba. Okay. Okay. Place you want to travel to the most currently? Uh, Tokyo. Uh, that was supposed to be our honeymoon, and we haven't been able to go yet. So, oh, shit. yeah, Japan's very hard to get into right now. Yeah, like I keep, I keep ridiculous. calling, I keep calling. They keep, they keep not picking up. So, that's not fun. Cake or pie? Uh, pie. Favorite ice cream flavor. The rest of the podcast relies on this answer. Uh, <laughs> coconut. You are old. Holy fuck. Listen, I don't even like, and that's, and I'm saying that as a person who doesn't even really eat ice cream. I eat ice cream twice a year. Maybe I'm not a sweets boy. Uh, I like, I like vanilla ice cream with some peach cobbler and I like coconut ice cream because coconut is great. And then I, I mint chocolate chip. Because there we go. That's I, the right answer. Okay. Okay, those are those are the three right there. I'm a simple boy. I like simple things. I don't like ice cream very much. So the podcast stays alive today. Have you good, ever good. worn socks with sandals? <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that dad You're life. You're a dad. It works. Yeah, I have to be. On a scale from one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? Ooh, I'm an eight. Good. Anybody who says ten is a liar. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like if you if I tell you a secret that's not to death, it's you and your wife know. Yep, that's yep. that's usually that's usually my that's usually my eight. So I'm single, so I'm a nine. Um, big dogs or small dogs? Oh, I'm big dog baby, and I'm talking not only big dogs, but I'm talking the the t-shirt company big dogs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. You don't know about the Big Dog T-shirt company? I wish I had them available. They're upstairs in, in my room right what now. What kind of T-shirts? Basically... Oh, they're like joke T-shirts. Like, if you can't handle the heat, stay out of the kitchen. It's like a big old dog with sunglasses. He's got a cigar. Uh, and then they do parody ones. So instead of South Park, they do South Bark. Oh, my God. And Frasier. Uh, yeah, they do. But they've been around. They've been around longer than I've been alive. Uh, 
yeah, I would check them out. Uh, I think Big Johnson is another one of those kind of kind of companies. Back in the day, like if you go to a mall and you see like the kiosk or like the dumb shirts, yeah. it's like those kind of level of like really not funny quality, and I love them. I love them so much. I have an internet one. They better sponsor him you. riding. I hope so. I would love a sponsor by Big Dog. Hey, I try to get so, New Balance so to sponsor dope. you with your tweet. I know. I saw that. Thank you. I would love some New Balances. I got to mow my lawn tomorrow. I, I so. literally wear New Balance, too. That's the worst part. <laughs> I love it. I uh, love it. Uh, what is your favorite or dream car? Ooh. I... It's something that I saw in Need for Speed Underground. It was a uh, is is it Eclipse? Very, it's 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 an affordable car, yeah. but they look to me they look nice, and I'm it, like, I don't, I didn't dream big. I grew up in a lower middle class family. I'm like, Eclipse is fine, fucking great. I I can understand why you say Eclipse. The Eclipse is a pretty nice car. If you get mm-hmm. only one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, this is gonna be a surprise. But my answer is actually probably burgers because you could do so much more burger. Don't get me wrong. I wrote a whole song about how much I love chicken wings and I'm a chicken wing judge at a chicken wing contest every year, but it lacks the versatility and they're getting very expensive burgers. You could do a lot of stuff with burgers. You can do, you could do so much with burgers. There's a limited ceiling when it comes to wings. Yep. I I can a hundred percent understand that giving or getting presents. Oh, I love giving presents. I <laughs> you take... wanted to say getting for a second. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, don't get me wrong. I like getting stuff, but I am. I like to like, I do this thing where I like pay attention to people and like, I will write down sentences that they say about certain things. Yep. And I will have that available for me. Whenever I see something that reminds me of that, I'm like, I got to get it. Like, and it just kind of like, I'm, I try to pay attention, and I that's why I like the giving process so much. So no, I, I 100% get that. I'm the same way. Uh, pizza or pasta? Oh, I'm a pizza boy. I'm not a big pasta. I'm not a big Italiano. I'm a, I'm a German through and through, so okay. I will always take pizza. Favorite video game series of all time? Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> Mr. I'm a gamer. Yeah, but I have so many, like, specific – because I could, like, off the bat, I'd be like, well, it's 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 probably ultimate uh, – it's all the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Really? Even, I'll, even throw, I'll even throw the last one I have. If we want to talk about – oh, see, now I'm thinking about Counter-Strike. It might be Counter-Strike technically because of all the hours I put into it. But then again, I probably put as much hours as I did into uh, ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because uh, it's one of the best games that's ever been made. As I said, we talked about earlier about fighting games. I was trying to get you to play a fighting game. You're like, I don't play fighting games. I'm like, it's games. all I love fighting games. Um, but it's probably it's okay. It's, it's probably Halo, Marvel, and then Counter Strike. Okay. Those we'll we'll throw those three depending on the day. The new Halo is terrible. The new Marvel's terrible. Uh, Counter Strike Go was bad when it first came out. Now it's good. So, you know, things are good. Things are bad. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's no, there's nothing that's perfect. Uh, that's true. At, at what age do you want to retire? <laughs> now. That, that's I want to, <laughs> I want to I retire as quickly as possible so I can do this more. 
What do you feel? Do you you feel like when you retire, you're not going to actually stop working? No. Uh, I think what I'll do is, uh, so I used to work at a movie theater when I was 16 until I was, oh, fuck, uh, 23. And we had this uh, retiree that all he did was work box office. He worked in the morning. So it was like a 11 to 5 shift. He worked like three days a week, sometimes on the weekends. All he did was print tickets, handle money, print tickets. Got to see free movies all the time, free popcorn, free drinks. Took his took his grandsons, took his granddaughters, took his families to movies for free. That's that's what I'm gonna. If I need the money, it'd probably be that. Uh, Captain, Captain, you're only right, but only if we are drunk at that barcade that we play Robotron at. So, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Uh, dark chocolate. I feel like like once you hit, it this is not a, like a a jab at your age. Once people hit like thirty plus, it's dark chocolate. It's you know it's better it's better for your heart. Yep. <laughs> I think I think uh. I when it comes to I talk about ceilings all when it comes to food. I feel like milk chocolate has quite a ceiling unless you're paying an exorbitant amount of money to get over that hump. Yeah. Uh, with dark chocolate, I feel like it's a little bit higher of a basic entry, yep. but it's pretty good through and through after that. Yep. So just add a little bit of extra cocoa powder, and then you got better dark chocolate. Exactly. Uh, L.A. or New York. Uh, well, I've never been to LA. I'm gonna say New York because I like I like the I'm a city boy. I'm a I'm a city, city boy, boy through and through. City boy. City boy. <laughs> What's your favorite clothing brand? Even though you kind of already answered it. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, big dog. Uh, but you know, I I I've been buying a lot from Target lately, so the Good Fellow, and then it's either that or Old Navy. That's that's it. So the guest before you was Chuck, and he also said Target. That's fucking yeah. funny. It's easy. It's like it's like ten dollars a shirt, and they fit good, and they're good quality. It's still fast fashion, so they don't last forever. But yeah. what I need them for, pretty great. I think this is even. I can't check behind me. I think this is a <laughs> Target one, if I remember correctly. So that's fair. Final question on a scale from one to ten: How good are you at general knowledge trivia? Poof. Uh, well, I used to host trivia for years. So this is going to be a four. We'll find out at the end of this podcast where I'm going to uh, put your score up against other people who you might know, and we'll see Perfect. if you can beat them. But to, to get back on track with the topics, uh, okay. he, he is part of a non-cult, not a cult, uh, not a cultrin, but welcome in. Let's talk about your yeah. Twitch channel. Let's talk about your Twitch channel. Okay. September yeah. 19th, 2017. First, a Twitch, yeah. their first official stream, according to Twitch Tracker. Okay. What made you go from the realm of comedy to YouTube to now Twitch? Ten years after your first show, you start Twitch. Yeah. So I was living with a roommate at the time. Um, my, my chat knows him as Toilet Meat. Um, but I was living with my, my roommate and he was showing me like League of Legends esports stuff, even though I didn't like League of Legends, but he was showing me Dr. Disrespect, uh, and say what you will about that man. And I understand entirely everyone's opinion, yep. but I think that motherfucker's funny. I think he does great character work. He sticks in character. 
it's high production it's wild green screen stuff all stuff that i'm like oh we i did this in college like you could just do this on the internet and then the other part of that answer was that i was in between improv troops at the time uh i had left i had left my one improv troupe and i was kind of kind of getting a little bored by it i didn't like having to practice twice a week to do to do stuff so i was like you know what what's a good way that I could play video games and do improv and maybe even make a couple bucks on the side if I, if that ever happened. And I'm like, also attention from the internet. I love attention. Anyone who is a Twitch streamer and doesn't say like attention is a liar. Um, so nice. I, attention is very nice. Uh, and I was just like, let's, Oh, like, let's, let's try it. Like, why, like, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? In, in my mind, I thought it was going to be a flash in the pan thing. And now I'm here five years later talking to you in a basement full of televisions. Yeah. So you went from an Andy Milanakis game show to me. That's right. How does it make upgrades, you feel? Upgrades, baby. Upgrades. <laughs> but I want to talk about it. You kind of already mentioned it. You were a Dead by Daylight streamer throughout pretty much all of 2018, half of 2019. Yeah. You sprinkled some games here and there, but it was always yeah. Dead by Daylight for your streams. And even though yeah. you said you didn't have a schedule, you streamed four days a week, and it was usually like Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, according yeah. to your schedule. And that's been, your, that's been a pretty consistent schedule all the way up to today. Yeah. What made you get into the realm of gaming over like just standard just chatting? Do you do you feel like being in Dead by Daylight helped kickstart your career? Or do you feel like you had the community backing you from your comedy to kind of already get you that jump start no matter what you did? Feel like the comedy stuff didn't didn't tra like the YouTube stuff never translated to the Twitch stuff. It's yeah. always hard. We, we, we talk about this when we're talking about transferring platforms a lot uh, when it comes to marketing stuff. Having an extra step in the way of someone's content is always the worst. Yep. And it's they're going to deteriorate, you know, at a much uh, crazy rapid rate. So that never really came into things. Um, I think that Dead by Daylight helped. I still have a lot of people that uh, watch and play Dead by Daylight. Also, I did not realize just chatting was a thing because oh. it wasn't. I was like. I saw Dead by Daylight. People were playing Dead by Daylight. I'm like, I could do that. I love that game. Didn't even, I was so ingrained in that that I didn't even like look around. Like we did, I mean, back then we didn't have a food and drink thing. Like uh, IRL wasn't like a thing. Like nothing was like, and just chatting was kind of like this underbelly that no one talked about. I mean, I'm sure people knew about it. Um, yeah. I never did the research into it until I started started seeing people pop up in that in that thing seeing uh people that i knew colleagues and whatnot either watching it or using it i'm like oh shit that's what i i should <laughs> uh I, I i screwed up real bad because i could i could talk all day yeah. what i'm good at i could i could i have a, i have a video for everything on the internet like i could be i could have been doing that a while ago and uh so we started you know less games incorporated just chatting doing video stuff it just you know I'll, always trying things and i'm back i'm back to more games again um because i'm not feeling uh you know some of the stuff isn't, isn't working the way I, I i think i would like it to so yeah. that means i need to refine it or i need to drop it yeah so and That's i think uh creation 
yeah it's it's you get ebbs and flows and then like also like with the heat and inflation like i haven't done like a cooking stream in a while and that has to deal with the heat i don't have ac in this house um and inflation because things are very expensive and offsetting those costs are very hard to do so no i i 100 get that now like with, with you coming back into the gaming scene uh and you know instead of doing the just chatting content that you've been doing the call-ins the cooking streams and stuff like that do you feel like you are at a better point with your content currently or do you wish you could you know do that stuff willy-nilly like the just chatting content the cooking content without any worry in the world no money costs no time strengths whatever the case may be do you wish you could go back to that just chatting content right now or do you feel more comfortable in the gaming scene at least currently Huh. That's a good question. I don't know how I feel about that because it's, it's more, it's, it's always, it's money is always a factor, obviously, but, yeah. uh, it's inspiration. Like if I don't have inspiration, I don't, I don't fake what I'm, what I'm unhappy when I'm unhappy with something, I need to drop it. I need to pull it back. I need to like raise it a little more. I need to like fuck with it a little bit. Like, so it's like, I would love to do that kind of stuff, but lately I just haven't felt, I haven't felt like, I need I, I have to feel a need to do it yeah. and I feel like I haven't felt that need in a little bit and I think that's just when you do when you do weekly cooking shows like you're preparing the dish you're looking through recipes there's so much behind the scenes stuff like uh my my wife and I start on like Monday and we have the cooking stream on Sundays yeah and we start looking through recipes we start looking through stuff that I have done we start looking at costs of things we start looking at like because not I'm not just making especially the cooking streams I'm making them more of an event, as you said, like when you do IRL stuff, like I'm not making like, oh, cool. I made a baked potato. I'm like, I'm making like an appetizer, a dessert, a main course. Like we got to plan all that stuff out. Yeah. And that drains, that drains a lot of time and effort and energy. Oh, so it does. I, I think, I think taking a little step back from that is fine. I have some ideas coming up and whatnot, but I think, you know, always a little bit of a break is never, is never going to hurt. And I, I do like gaming. I, I game all the time. Like when I am not, I'm not on Twitch. Like I'm playing games, whether it be with friends, you know, going, going to the bar and playing bar game. Like I like video games. I've always liked video games. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's everything's in ebbs and flows. And there's going to be a point where I'm like, I don't really want to play video games anymore. It's not, it's not as fun. I want to do more. I want to do call-ins again. We haven't done call-ins in a while. Cause it's also like, it's also what your chat responds to. And there's all, there's been good and bad days for all of this stuff. Yeah. So, and those are understood as, Hey, sometimes things happen and you know, what are you going to do? And it's just not hitting. So, yeah, nah, I, I get that. But with, with everything that you're doing right now and you mentioning that you're getting back into games and you have been for a little bit, I want to play a game with you. It's a game that I don't get to okay. play with a lot of guests. Hell um, yeah. This is going to be where you pay attention to discord. Uh, and for people okay. listening on Spotify, make sure to tune into the uh, the streams live if you got if you guys want to kind of interact with this. Uh, if not, if you're on YouTube or you want to listen to it on YouTube, feel free. Go check the link in the description. But I have five photos, and we're going to play a game called Explain the Photo. Simple title, basic oh, as fuck. Okay. I need a better name for it. I have five photos of you, and I want you to discuss when and why this photo was taken. Okay. Let's start with this first one of you in a ball pit. Uh, I, this was taken, oh boy, 2017, maybe 2016. 
I needed new promotional photos for Mayor Wirtz. So I used for media kits and online stuff and anything promotional. And I said, I want a ball pit for part of this photo shoot. I have a lot of photos of of me for this shoot, but I'm like, the one shot that I want all day is a ball pit. Yep. So I did a bunch of searching. I did a bunch of Googling. Turns out the Science Center in our town has one. I said, great. I called them up and I said, hey, listen, this is a very re- weird request. I'm going to come in. I'm going to pay for my ticket, my wife's ticket, my girlfriend at the time's ticket, and my photographer. Can we take five photos in your ball pit? Is that possible? And I may have said, which is a good trick, it's for a school project. (laughs) And I said, it's, I explained that it was the dichotomy of being, I I have sad versions of this photo as well, but I said, the dichotomy of being sad. Yep. Yeah, you, it's like the dichotomy of being sad in a ball pit. And we we got there. We got to – they gave us someone to work with to do this because they were like – I guess I'm just good at talking to people. But we were like getting kids out of the ball pit to take these pictures. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Your good. used we, car I mean, salesman came out and you finessed the ball pit. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. They, you know, they, no one caused a fuss. And we were, we sat there. We had the, we had the, everything set up already. Like we knew what we were doing. So we weren't wasting anyone's time. Uh, but yeah, I got to kick kids out of a ball pit for my own personal gain. Well, I feel like this second photo kind of relates to this first story. Cause it was taken at the same time. Can you tell me about wide mare? <laughs> wide mare is, uh, my sister's favorite photo of me <laughs> uh the full the full the full thing is in the science center they have a bunch of those funny mirrors that you see in carnivals and i have that is actually me staring at the 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 mirror the funhouse mirror and it's reflecting off so the camera can see wide mare i need to make this an emote <laughs> <laughs> This was about I, to become an emote, but I was just like, I don't know how, it, I mean, I can put it as a, an FFZ emote, like as a wide emote, but I was like, I don't know, maybe we'll save this one for a little bit later on, because this I is just it. something that you're you're staring into my soul. I know. Now, th- this is probably the most cursed image coming up. I need okay. you to tell me about why in the absolute hell you went babyface. Oh, I lost a bet with my sister. That was back in the day when I used to shave, well, buzz my hair like I was a goddamn neo-Nazi. Even though I was not a neo-Nazi, I just, it's the only thing I can think of reference who ever would buzz their hair like this. It's very gross. I had a mustache, and uh, my whole family hated it. My mom refused to talk to me while I had this mustache. And I lost a bet with my sister, and I shaved the mustache and put it on YouTube in terrible lighting, uh, in terrible, terrible formatting and, uh, and, uh, visual representation. And I did it. And I just, I just shaved my mustache on my desk, which was really dumb. And your mustache wasn't even like half of what it is right now. Too. No, it was such it a baby like, mustache. Yeah, it was such a tiny mustache. And, I know, and they hated it. such a dramatic video. I fucking loved it. And, and this was like, eight years ago, nine years ago, something like that. Yeah. It was a long time ago. So this yeah, is a that's my, reminder. That's my parents' place because I, 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 know, I know exactly where I took this. is at my parents' place still. So This is a friendly reminder to anybody who has a beard in any way, shape, or form. Please, for the love of God, do not shave. 
This yeah. for men is a confidence boost and a life because if I shave, I look like a twelve year old. Let's go into number yeah. four, which twelve year olds would rave about. Tell me about your Doom special package. I make a lot of mistakes in my life, trolling. Mm -hmm. I, I will fully admit it. I've mm -hmm. done I've done some terrible I've done some terrible things. I've said some terrible things, you know, in my life. But one of my biggest regrets in my existence is spending $110 on the Duke Nukem Forever Balls of Steel edition. Pretty excellent. And I keep it for the Xbox 360, and I keep it on my shelf to remind me that sometimes not everything I do is good. It is a constant reminder. Where is this photo from, by the way? Let's see if this you photo, talk. it's uh, from one of my first uh, TikTok videos because I was so excited about Doom Eternal coming out and I got the special, special edition for Doom. I don't buy special editions. So uh, that was the last special edition before I bought the Doom Eternal one, which is the helmet yeah. that works and lights up. It is badass. Uh, and I was waiting for that package to arrive. It arrived late too late when i was like i told everyone i was gonna stream and i had to borrow someone's steam account to play it and then had to reinstall it come back to stream and play my own thing again but the joke was i was waiting for my doom eternal box and what actually appeared was the duke nukem forever box so. balls of steel edition Oh, yeah. And to think that back in the day, photo number five is what played it. Can you tell me about why you look like, Mom, I pissed the bed? Uh, I take probably the worst merch photos on purpose. I love doing it. It's so funny. That is toilet meets dinosaur top costume. Like the head is part of a costume. Yep. That is super old Mayor Wirtz merch. And that is in toilet meets apartment. And what that was, was me this, selling my merch. What, what was this taken? Uh, let's see here. So we had that apartment, and we did the Hotline Miami song. Captain was there. So 20, 2012. Jeez. Yeah. That's insane. Well, you, the you, same stare. you mentioning that, you know, your, your, your Hotline song and the EPs yeah. that you've dropped. Something that I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people are just finding out about you is yeah. yeah, you do comedy rap, but like they're finally starting to find out about it, especially from your Twitch community, right? Yeah. You you recently released a song called Dad Life. Well, it's a remix. Remix, which yeah. allowed your newer com newer community members to really just find out about your music, listen to it on Spotify and stuff like that, but yeah. Regarding your music, I want to talk about your humble upbringing. Okay. You used to record your old music videos on an iPhone 4. But more impressively, mm -hmm. one of your hit songs was recorded in a Nissan Sentra with yep. a certain person who's in chat right now. Can you walk us through the story? of how one of your most popular songs, Wing Night, which you recently performed, yeah, started off in a Nissan Sentra, of all things. 
Well, I, I think that's more towards the end of it, to be honest, but because uh, that's the recording process. But I wanted to do a song about chicken wings, and I based it off of a menu of one of my favorite bars in Cleveland. Kenilworth uh, Tavern. And, yep, the Kenilworth Tavern. 50 Cent uh, Wings on Sunday. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so it's about that, and the best thing is about a car besides that it gets you to point a to point b is that it is basically a sound enclosure you can use it for recording uh when i worked at uh a car dealership all of our voiceovers were in cars because we had cars available uh so we were in the uh driveway of my uh, of the place where i was renting uh with captain he had he was in the front seat with the laptop i had it was in the back seat with the microphone and i was uh recording we recorded a bunch of songs in my car and we had to because we're in the city we had uh, an airport so we had to wait for you know planes to drive to, to drive by to fly over uh motorcycles to drive by cars not to crash you know beeps and stuff like that it was very um very diy let's yeah. put it that way and it came out good it came out you know captain when i said earlier i work with certain people i work with certain friends because i know they're going to be good and i always work with captain when i can when it comes to recording stuff so and, and one of the things i find funny is like as somebody who has the honor of talking to a bunch of streamers for this podcast there's a couple mm -hmm. others who are also in like music production and create music and stuff like that. One of them being Lost Pool Boy, who's also been on the yeah. podcast. And the way that he started was he started off straight in a studio, right? Nowadays, yeah. I, I do feel like when you're recording your music, do you go to a studio or do you still like record in the car? Or do you have different ways that you record your music nowadays? It's uh, it's mostly at home. I think I've only been in the studio one time. Everything's been home recording, uh, you know, whether it be in a car. We used to, when I lived at my parents when I used to record, We used to, I used to have a mobile closet that we used to put extra clothes in. We used to take pillows and stuff and put make makeshift stuff. Uh, now I have, uh, well, this microphone, the, the S7MB uh, or SM7B, yep. and I have a, a portable enclosure that works really well. So yeah. as, as quality increases, you know, I'm able, I'm able to do a little bit more. So of course. And, and the last thing on your music, it's with, with all the music that you've released over the past, over a decade, it, a lot of yeah. it's still public. You can find a lot of it on Spotify and other platforms. What I want to know is with the most recent remix coming out, what's next in the music field? You got anything else lined uh, up right now that's currently in the works or you, you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could talk. I could talk about it. I have a new Ooh. song called Dreams. It'll be out in August. I just got the final album cover art yesterday, Ooh. so that's been in the pipeline for a while. I well, let's. It's 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 been in the pipeline for over a year. Uh, we've had a lot of complications with mastering and mixing, but it's finally coming out. Um, and then I have. Some singles coming out and then perhaps even an album in the future uh it's been a while uh as of oh boy i think it's the 28th of july would be the four-year anniversary of my first mayor Wurtz album uh try harder 
Um, so I think it's, I think it's time to do a new one, but I wanted to do it right. And I wanted to, I wanted to put a bunch of music out before I would ever do another album yeah. because from a Mark, this is, see, this is inside baseball. This is parting the kimono, but singles normally work better than albums. They're just, most people will listen to one song and they'll move on. It's a great time. Yep. Albums drop. So it's, you know, I, I don't want to, I will, I will do an album again eventually, but there's got to be a smartness to it. Um, there's got to be the right the right headspace behind it. But in the meantime, we'll still be releasing singles. My goal is maybe at least two more songs by the end of the year. We'll see. Maybe about a music video. Everything Ooh. is time and money. So yeah. we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see how all that kind of stuff works. I'm intrigued. I just thought of one last question in regards to the music, and I feel of like course. it's the worst question to ask an artist. Yeah, what of has course. been your favorite and least favorite produced song that you've released? Oh, that's why I said it's the worst question to ask, man. But you have an answer. Yeah, I have. I probably have some answers. It see it changes, though, because like I, I, I find it's very important to like what you make and be able to and be able to enjoy it. Um, It changes a lot because like even isn't I would say. I was a hundred percent. I was a hundred percent. This song called "I Think I'm Gonna Die." My girl's into true crime, which is about my wife and how I think she's going to murder me because she's really into true crime. And it's like all these references. We like worked really hard on it together to like get all the references correct because much like anime fans, true crime fans, if you get something wrong, you're dead in the water, baby. You're gone. They're gonna they're gonna end you. Yeah. And then like as of as of Sunday, like I just love performing Wing Night. And I think Wing Night's like one of my favorite songs to play live. And I still think it's it gets in my head. Even as a person who um, you know, listens to a bunch of music that is not his own, because that'd be really weird if I listened to only my own music. Uh but I think I think I think Wing Night just took the spot. And who knows, in a month I can tell you something totally different. Um, when it comes to least favorite produced, oh boy, there's stuff. The MC, most of the MC Cool Up stuff is terrible. It's so dumb. Is it? F- some of it's funny. I'll get. I'll give myself. It's funny, but man, some of that. Sh- it's not even like. It's not even the content that's bad. It's it's the production value. It is the bad microphone. It is getting someone to produce it. That is doesn't know what they're doing shit i used to make beats they were terrible absolutely atrocious so i a lot of a lot of the early stuff is i i will still try to listen to it but man is it fucking hard because i didn't know what i was doing i didn't try like i didn't try to learn the craft back in the day i just did funny stuff because it was funny yeah i didn't sit down and be like let's figure out exactly how and why all this works and i've done that over the years i still always need to improve on that but Mm -hmm. i just didn't care i was doing weird song formats i was not rhyming things on purpose because i thought it was funny like it's which which to me still makes me laugh uh but the production value is like so unlistenable it's not fun like i just wish i wish i could re i wish i can go back and remaster them because i think they'd be for the most part acceptable there's some stuff that i've done back in the day that i don't find acceptable uh i did i will fully admit i did a song about helen keller uh when i was in in space and uh, that got me a lot of notoriety in a uh in the uh nerdcore community um which is the internet 
you know, uh, nerdy hip hop community. And uh, yeah, so that content, not great. Uh, didn't really say anything bad, uh, no, but it's it just, bad. you know, there's something bad. Uh, it's just, I was 18. That was an easy joke. I don't, I'm more mad at myself that I, I did an easy joke more than the content itself. Cause I just don't, I think that's just lazy. That's I was fair. lazy back then. I, I take a lot of time and pride in my writing. So there is, I believe it's your first music video, like proper one on YouTube. That yeah. is a one take music video and you climb a ladder halfway through it. And just the cameraman does a 360 around you. You're just sitting yeah. on top of the ladder and the yeah. audio goes from like a seven to a two to a five to a four to a seven, like audio level wise. And it's a sample of a more popular song. And I was sitting That's there why. listening to it and I was laughing at the fact that like the music would all of a sudden go down like this. And then da, 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 da. like, and you you wouldn't even be starting at that point either. Like when the music picked up, it was just like yeah. the video almost sounded like it died. And then the music would pick up and then like three seconds later, you'd start. It was so funny so, to listen to that. I, I can explain that. That is actually not on me. That is on YouTube. Really? Uh, I got, I got flagged super hard for that video because it is sampling modest mouse's float on which is one of my favorite songs of all time and that was their way of trying to edit out the float on parts of the song so that odd the audio jumble not on me really? i will fully admit, i will fully admit when i do bad audio production that music video is great by the way hey quinn uh <laughs> that music video is fucking incredible by the way all one take the one did take is a, great so we did a one take music video. We based it off of Tyler, the creator's um, music video that looks like a one shot, but isn't that's uh, Yonkers, I believe. Um, and we did it in hit my buddy's dad's like construction warehouse. And we spent, I think we did it. We did it pretty quickly. The setup took longer. We did it in about 10 takes, I think. Wow. In two of the takes we screwed up because we ran into something. Um, but we had, it was just, it was me, the cameraman, Jake and my buddy, Jerry. And my buddy, Jerry's job was to hold on to Jake and walk backwards make to sure make sure. Yep. And just a couple of times we just fell, you know, uh, God, I can't believe that. that I got to see if I can fix that music video. I like that one. I really uh, hope that you can like as much as I am laughing at the latter part in a one yeah. take music video, it makes sense. And it was yeah. also like the the video masterpiece behind the here's like 15 seconds of transition, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of songs nowadays that have, or I, I would actually say a lot of songs from back in the day that have like you know 30 second intros, uh, and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So having a music video to where it kind of gives you something to watch during one of those intros or midway points, it definitely helps out a lot. Now I agree. To, to kind of segue, and it's funny that, you know, a couple people are popping up in chat right now. Something that we as streamers are extremely lucky and fortunate to have is our community. And they're the backbone sure. behind some go of our that. content. Let's go with that. Sure. Yeah, Why sure, not? Sure. They're, they are the backbone behind our content sometimes as you do call-ins and stuff like they've been, that. They've been hitting my backbones for a while now. Oh, I believe it. So I reached out to a couple of community members and God I asked for it. their favorite memories of you. So I have three stories I want to go over and I want oh, your perspective no. of why these stories might have happened. 
And oh no. And like I said, a couple of people are in chat. I mean, one of them was Captain. Captain was the one that gave yeah. me the Nissan Central story. If you couldn't tell, obviously. Uh, yeah. Like that's very specific, and he was—he's the only person that was there. I bet he would give you that answer. So I got given a lot more, but I picked my favorite three. So I want to talk about your love for nautical bathrooms. I believe that's how it's pronounced, and how one of your viewers, nautical nautical bathrooms, and how one of your viewers sent you sailboat toys and other nautical items to fulfill your fantasy of having a bathroom of your own like that. So can you yes. tell us how your love for nautical bathrooms started? Well, I said one day the worst way I could be found dead was in a nautical bathroom. <laughs> and I said that'd be one of the most embarrassing deaths ever. Uh-huh. I would put I would put that over, you know, um what, what's the guy from Kill Bill that hung himself while doing the doing the the Anyways, he put a rope, <laughs> he, he put a belt around his neck and like pulled his pants down. Anyways, and he didn't, uh, uh, and I, I thought the dying in a nautical bathroom would be way worse of an embarrassing story. Okay. And I got, I got boats, Carradine, there we go. Um, and I got boats sent to me and I put them, you can't see it right now, but there is a, there is a, uh, a Pittsburgh toilet back there. It's a toilet without any walls. That's what we like to call them. Okay. And there is a prison shower back there, but it's got, uh, well, I had them upstairs in my kitchen now because they're out of, they're out of frame, but I had my own nautical bathroom and I put all the boats on there and now they're in my kitchen permanently when I do my cooking streams. So I hate nautical bathrooms. They're so <laughs> gross. They're so stupid. Why would like not guess what? Aunt. <laughs> Gertrude, we're not at a beach. This isn't a beach house. We live. I live in Cleveland. It's sunny two days out of the year. We're not at a beach house. Don't put the dumb starfish. I don't want starfish in my soap. Okay, it's very clear. No one wants that in their soap. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the ropes. I don't want to say swab the poop deck. I hate those signs. Oh, this makes me mad. <laughs> I hate. I was waiting. For I hate it. Nap. I was waiting. I was trying for my it. best. <laughs> it just, it just clicks. I just, I just started thinking. Like I've never, like I've never been in a nautical bathroom and like didn't look for a sharp knife. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like this is like I need to get out of here. This is it. I really hope there's another Saw movie. If only they could put a nautical theme bathroom in there, I'd be like, I get it. I finally get this franchise. I can finally relate to this. So. On a, on a more lighthearted note, let's talk about when you played your favorite game. Like, we talked about that by Daily. That's not your favorite game on stream. Your favorite game was actually Super Seducer. Can we talk yeah. about how you started playing that game and how you won the hearts, no pun intended, of your entire community and why they missed that game so much? Uh, uh, okay, so Super Seducer is uh, made by an individual that uh, is a pickup artist. Uh, and those for those who don't know, that means someone who picks up women for uh, for for a living, and they write books on it. Basically, just helping helping individuals pick up chicks without having substance or personality. It's kind of like when you see someone bring an animal, like a parrot or a snake, to a bar. They lack a personality. They buy this book. They learn how to pick up a chick and maybe pork them. 
We don't know. It never really happens. Super Seducer is a game that gives you choices, gives you so many choices that you get to pick up women and you eventually get to, you know, you get to, you get to, you get to, you get to adult smooch them a little bit. Um, and uh, I did all the worst choices possible and it made me, it made me rethink my strategy on life and how I should be living my life. Cause I mean, it's, this guy is one of the worst people I've ever seen in my whole entire life. He's terrible at acting. All the actresses all look uncomfortable. Like they've, they get they're like every scene. He must have a gun in his hand under the table while they're talking. Cause they seem beyond uncomfortable. Uh, they're it's incredible. We started playing super seducer two. I need to get back into that. I was trying to get my, my wife Ashley to play and she got really uncomfortable really quick playing those games. Uh, so we're, 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 we may have to try a, a swing on that, but uh, I mean, you're back into gaming on your stream. So it makes sense. Back into gaming. Back. Super there Seducer we go, 2, baby. Everybody go follow I love it. to get him to 3000 followers. And then he'll play super seducer too. Final story. There we go. Easy goal. Easy goal. We, we, we talked about your music, but it's the fact that you try to make a track with a community member slash streamer over three years ago that you also owe beer to, and I've been purposely, I, I got asked to mention this. Um, so what, when, when are you going to, like, finalize the track with one of your streamer friends who just might so happen to be in chat right now? And when are you actually going to send them some of your Bratwurst Heffenweizen beer? Because um, I feel like that they deserve it at this point. I will be making a new batch of beer very soon, and... Quinn, I will I will send you some. I, I promise. I promise so much. I will go through the FedEx. I will go through the UPS. I will lie. I will lie to the government to make sure you get this beer. I am so sorry. I know I promised it. I'm a bad person. Track wise, we'll get back into it. I haven't. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't written anything in over a year. <laughs> I haven't written any music in over a year. I know we talked about it and we started working on a concept, and then I just dropped all my music because i wasn't it wasn't working it wasn't it wasn't my my concepts weren't working but we will get back into that god dang it oh i still love the name of your beer bratwurst heffenweizen yeah all all of my all my beers have wurtz names so wurtz beer ever wurtz a ween like stuff like that so we try to uh we try to always add wurtz to the name so but yeah oh. i do i do brew beer once in a while i haven't done it in because we moved, we moved in oh shit in August, so it's been about a year. But it's also very hot and very time consuming to make beer. So I, I need to do another stream. I think we'll do we'll do like a IRL stream to brew some beer, and then Quinn, I will send you some. I will find a way. If I had to sneak it in with a Nike box, I don't know. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had to get that as the third story. Thank you, Quinn. Uh, <laughs> but to wrap everything up before trivia. Final point, with all the okay. amazing memories we just talked about and more that you have built with your community and fans over the past 15-plus years, I want to look forward into the future. Okay. You're approaching 3,000 followers if you haven't hit it already. been trying to plug it throughout yeah. this whole podcast is the fact that you need to hit it so you can play Super Seducer 2. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. Simple as that. You seem Simple to be producing some of your favorite content at least over the past year. Whether it's mm -hmm. been the cooking stuff, whether it's been the IRL stuff, whether it's been your perfect kickflip that you posted on Hover that went fucking viral on there. 
that that's actually how I found you for the first time ever was seeing your kickflip video. That's funny. Which I was fucking that's crying. Funny. I watched it like 15 times and I couldn't stop laughing because it cuts right as you hit the ground. <laughs> but, it's all that. It's an editing mind, baby. Editing mind. Uh, you're performing on stages again now that the pandemic is finally winding down, right? Yeah. What's next? What's next for Mare Words in the content creation or the entertainment world? You said you have a song coming up potentially in August, right? You've got yeah. the finalized version of it. But what's next for Mare Words? Um, I think what's next is more long-form essay-style YouTube content. I think I think that's what I'm going to take a stab at next. I have been kind of sitting on it for a little while now. This is, I guess, this is an exclusive or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't really do long form content on YouTube anymore, and I think I want to get back to doing that. And I really, I think uh, it's it, something that recently happened that really inspired me was um, Eddie Burback just did a video where he went to every rainforest cafe that's remaining in the U S of a in Canada. I saw that thumbnail. I never watched it, but as someone who used to live next to one. Oh God. It's terrible. Those things are terrible, but I just like, I like, I miss, I miss doing essay style content. Like I'm doing a lot of quick content with improv. It's, it's, the detriment the, the problem with improv is that it's you you do it and then it's done and that's i've been doing that for a very long time now and i think i'll still be always doing that because it's it's so much fun uh but i think going back to or at least trying some more long-form content whether it be youtube or you know uh, more live stream more better conceptual stuff i think i think is going to be the fun thing to do i'm always going to have improv always doing food and drink stuff, always doing everything else, but I'm trying, we're going to, we're going to try to, we're going to try some different, different format styles. Basically. I think that's, you know, variety is the spice of life. And I think that if I'm just only doing one thing, I'm not happy. And then when I'm not happy, I'm not creative. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I like that. I, I like the sound of that. And especially since, You've hit a thousand followers on YouTube. I'm pretty sure you have over four thousand watch hours because of your Detective Pikachu video. Um, yeah. I don't know if the Guy Fieri video counts towards that metric anymore because it was completely taken down. But I yeah, don't know if I you're in contendership to apply for YouTube partnership. If you are, fucking go for it and do that long form content. If you're really close, then everybody go sub to the YouTube of Mayor Wirtz and go blow the fuck up out of his videos that aren't his shorts because short views yeah. do not count towards watch hours. Uh, yes. But with that being said. You've been an amazing guest so far, but I think it's time for our final Ooh. segment of this podcast. Let's go. I like segments. The segment is trivia. You know, we, we kind of mentioned uh, it a little earlier. Oh, you like segments. Well, where, where's that groan come from? Come on. Well, I'm bad at This is why I hosted trivia because I knew all the answers. I'm yeah. not good at answering trivia. Well, I know all the answers, and I'm also really good at answering questions if you can't tell. I know. So... I know. Said we got a couple rules here. Number one, chat is officially going into emote only. You cannot get any help from them. Second one, you cannot skip any questions. I need a confident answer out of you per question. Okay. Uh, If you say I don't know if it's this or this, I'm not going to take it. But if you're like it's this, I'm going to take it, whether you change your mind or not. The third one is that there are 15 questions, one with a bonus point. So it's out of 16. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to say a couple names that you know, and I want you to beat their score. Let's go with Game Pass Dad. Probably the highest one. 12 out of 16. Jesus. Uh, we could go with our most recent guest, Chak. 7 out of 16. Okay. Uh, we could go with uh, uh, Kirby. 9 out of 16. So there's a little bit of oh, metric God. there. As long as you beat 5, which is the lowest score set by okay. Melmy and Lost Pool Boy. I think we'll be good. Are you ready okay, for trivia? So that's that was that was my question was what's the lowest what's the lowest score? So okay, cool. Let's do Technically this. the lowest score is four, but that was on season yeah. one of trivia and I was the first ever guest. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oops. But recorded episodes and season two of trivia, it is five. Three gotcha. people have gone. One five more on question. Two. Yes. One more question. Are these all the same questions from the previous ones besides two of them that are catered to the guest and the bonus point is also catered on your guest uh, the guest question based okay on your interest okay. and gotcha who you are so are you ready yes what sport do the harlem globetrotters play uh basketball what is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time santa claus what does the term gpu stand for We are referring to the PC part. Yes. Um, general processing unit. Which painter is known for cutting off his own ear? Mr. I like art. It's different art. That's crazy <laughs> art. art. It's crazy art. That's crazy man art. Uh, it's, uh, oh my God, Van Gogh. Uh, how many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? Count it out with your fingers. You'd be the fifth person in a row to do it. <laughs> He's doing it on his desk. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, 16? Which animal breathes out of its butt? Insects do not count. Because mm. there's like three insects, apparently. Breathes out of its butt? Yep. Uh, the octopus? What is a perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling? 300. What is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Women. Women. Take that answer. It is a martini. Shaking not stirred. Yeah, you could have added that. That's fine. Um, yeah. If you were born on Christmas Day, what is your star sign? Yeah, no. Uh, Leo. In what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? Oh, that's that Harry Potter guy. When was the first iPhone released? What year? I'll give it to you within one. Give it to me in one? Like one so above, iPhone. one below. Okay. iPhone, not iPod. iPhone. Oh, six. Oh, six. What was the first element on the periodic table, Mr. I Like Chemistry? This isn't even your catered question. I just find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> can I can I tell you? I'm not gonna get the answer right, but I I will tell you that um my Xbox gamer tag used to be Mr. Beryllium, 
because all of my friends all took table of elements names. Oof. Now it's now it's well, it used to be it was that and then Dick goes in ya, and now it's dad no please. So we've changed a lot over the years. Um I'm I'm just gonna say oxygen. What machine was created in Ohio back in eighteen eighty four that can now be found in every single retail store? It's Ohio. Fucking Jesus. Depression. What uh uh That's not a machine. Oh, it it can be. It's it called can. the industrial complex, okay? Um what machine? Uh let's go I've given you every a retail store. Every okay. retail store has these. It's the uh it's oh god, I don't even know what you would call that technically, but it's it's how they check out. It's the it's the it's the teller machine. It's the it's the thing you hit the buttons, you get the receipt. I will count I will count that as your answer. Okay. What is the current view count to the nearest 10,000 on your most popular video? And a bonus point if you can name that video. On my video? On your video. That is not it's, the Guy Fieri one because that is taken down. So your current gotcha. most popular video, and what is the name of it? And you need the views to the nearest 10,000. We'll go 283,000, and it is the Pikachu Detective Pikachu Danny DeVito video. Where can people go to find your Twitch? Uh, twitch.tv slash Merwarts. Do you want to know your score or do you want to go one by one? I want to go one by one. That's All right. Which sport did a Hall of Globetrotters play? I'm also out of emote only. Everybody can chat or clap or uh, fail. I yeah. Don't um, basketball. Easy. Started off strong. Yep. What is Boom. the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Home Alone. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I almost said Christmas Story because it's Cleveland. So, what does the term GPU stand for? Graphics processing unit, not general. Uh, now we go on a little bit of a streak. Which painter is known for cutting off his own ear? Van Gogh. Yep. How many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? You remembered the cue ball. It is sixteen. Yep. Which animal breathes out of its butt? It's not an octopus. It's a turtle. But you were close with the water animal. Okay. So you got three. What is the perfect score in a game of 10 pin bowling? 300. Okay. James Bond preferred drink of choice is a martini. Yep. You're going to hate yourself because if you were born on Christmas Day, you are a Capricorn, but you said Leo. You second-guessed yourself. Okay. When I heard you say cow, I was like, you're going to be the first person to get this right. Oh, my God. Uh, and then you're like, no. And I'm like, no uh, hits. What book series does Neville Longbottom appear? Harry Potter. Gotcha. First element on the periodic table is hydrogen. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're at six. When was the first iPhone released? Funnily enough, it's when you did your first stand-up. 2007. Oh. You got it with 2006. Okay. Gotcha. Let's go, year. baby. What machine was created in Ohio back in 1884? You told me teller machine. It's cash register. I'm giving it to you. Okay. Because I knew I'll that's what it. you meant. You're going to hate yourself now. Oh, of course. I know. I hate myself every day. Same. What is the current view count to the nearest 10,000 on the most popular video? Bonus if you can name it is 303,000 or 301,000. Wow. 300,000 is the correct answer. Okay. How to season potatoes. It's your shorts that you posted six months ago. It is ahead of your Detective Pikachu. Oh, my God. I forgot about the shorts. For some reason, I didn't count them. Oh, you said video, so that makes sense. <laughs> Where can people go to find your twins? You got nine. 
Hell yeah. I'll Nine, take it. Baby. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You are officially tied for the second highest score on recorded episodes. Holy jeez. The highest score I'll take was it. the highest score was 10. And now okay. you are tied with Bravo official. So who was uh who is 10? Uh D Lemon. Oh. Who is the only other person I know who's been on content for over a decade, but you have him beat because he started like wow. 10 years ago, you started 12 years ago. Oh jeez. So yeah, yeah, definitely I'm in I'm in top 16, Lucar. I know. I'm in top 16. I got the I got the trophy and everything that what I didn't make that? up. Oh, uh so when I was uh, I was on Hover season three. Yep. I was top sixteen, but I was first eliminated. Yeah, and they they totally sent me this trophy that says uh, Hover season three top sixteen next top streamer Mayor Wirtz. They didn't send it to anyone else. They only sent it to me, Mayor Wirtz. So I don't even know how they got my address. I don't but know they why they didn't me. label it as MC Cool Whip, but I know I don't know either. Point. I don't know why. I mean, maybe copyright issues. That's totally why. Yeah. That's a big reason. Exactly. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude today's podcast. Thank you for listening on Spotify and YouTube and listening live on Twitch. Mayor Wirtz, you've been an amazing guest. Congratulations oh, thank you. on getting the second highest score on the recorded episode. Do what I can. Uh, the floor is yours. Tell us what's going on with you, what we can expect from you here in the near future, uh, and, and anything else you can expect, even though we are going to be gaming right after this. This is the ending of yes. the podcast. So, for anybody listening around the world, a.k.a. probably just North America, the floor is yours. Uh, hello, folks. My name is Mayor Words, a.k.a. Your Stepdad Ron. I stream three days a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. We do a variety of things, games and YouTube viewing, and, you know, we do cooking, we do IRL stuff. Sometimes I just scream for a while into the void. It doesn't matter. I have a YouTube channel that I, uh, that I upload at least a couple days a week when I can, um as well as tiktok i'm on all i'm on all the platforms at mayor Wirtz. that is mayor like the mayor of a town uh w-e-r-t-z i'm also on spotify apple music you can find my music anywhere baby you can probably find it on a an uh on an old ipod an old zune if you really looked hard enough an old zune good night folks thank you thank you trolleys for having me on no, I appreciate th it. Thank you for coming on here. It's been a blast to talk to you, get to know your story a little bit more. We are going to continue the gaming, but for people listening on YouTube and Spotify, this has been the Troll Talk Podcast, and I will catch you all next week with our special guest, Erect Dictator, somebody who has been through the ringer when it comes to Twitch uh, and has kind of reestablished herself, and we're going to be going over that story with her next week. So I'll talk to you all then. Have a great night. Mwah!